Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Before I get to today's guests, I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. Now, these are a handful of companies that provide a tremendous amount of financial support for the California MBA in particular so that we can continue to be that strong voice for the real estate finance industry before the California state legislature and our regulators. So I wanna take this opportunity to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. They are Amerihome, ArchMI, Consolidated Analytics, Funding Shield, Incelerate, Guild Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all so much for your support for the California MBA, really appreciate that. Uh, so that, uh, we will now turn to today's guest. Um, I'm very happy to be welcoming somebody I've known, had the pleasure of knowing for many, many years the California MBA, Gordon Gerson with Gerson Law Firm. Welcome, Gordon. Thank you, thank you for having me today. Yeah, I was very, uh, I was very happy as I shared with you when we were chatting right before this, I was very happy that you wanted to be on Connect. Um, you've uh, certainly been, a big part of Western States Craft and some of the commercial efforts that we've put out in the California MBA over the years. So that was, uh, it was nice to uh, to welcome you to connect. I always like to get started with uh, kind of how you got started in the industry and in particular, you know, having your, a firm that focuses on commercial real estate finance transactions. Well, there's many chapters uh, to the story, but I, to give you the uh, Cliff Notes version, uh, when I graduated from law school in, in the late 1970s and was getting my feet wet uh, as a lawyer, um, real estate and real estate finance was viewed um, as a very glitzy area of practice, much like uh, high tech and uh, life science uh, legal practices are viewed today. Um, and uh, so it was a very, very sexy sector uh, of, of law to be practicing in. On the other hand, um, particularly real estate finance was a very waspish uh, sector. Um, and if you didn't fit that uh, WASP mold, uh, it was very, very hard to get into uh, or, or have that as a primary practice area. Um, so what was my specialty back in those years? Uh, whatever anybody needed. Um, I did divorces, I did child custodies, okay? I did personal injury. I even went down to the county jail on a, a handful of occasions uh, to pick up friends uh, and friends of friends who had been picked up on DUIs. Um, but by the early 1980s, okay, um, the economy was really bad, okay? We always think in terms of recessions as the current one and the last one. But since the 1980s, we, we, we've had probably four, and during the early 1980s was when I really got um, got beginnings, okay, uh, to uh, represent clients for matters related to real estate finance. What was that? 
Um, there were a lot of hard money lenders. Today we call hard money lenders private lenders. Uh, but there were a lot of hard, big major hard money lenders, just like we have maybe a big six now, uh, who all but one uh, in Southern California uh, filed bankruptcy. Um, and there, were, there was literally hundreds of millions of dollars being lost at that point in time. Uh, and one by one, we were engaged, I was engaged uh, to represent groups of investors uh, who had invested in mortgages with these companies uh, that were now in, in bankruptcy. They were in bankruptcy and also the loans were bad. Uh, so I got a taste of bankruptcy practice at that point in time, uh, as well as, um, you know, getting my feet wet, okay, uh, or getting to start on the learning curve of really how to, uh, to understand and manage real estate finance matters, uh, although it was primarily related to hard money lending, or as I say, uh, what today we euphemistically call uh, private lending. Um, so by word of mouth, okay, you know, I was representing uh, uh, investors, okay, into real estate finance. Uh, that ultimately led to a few opportunities uh, to represent um, uh, uh, two private lenders, okay, um, you know, who weren't having problems, albeit uh, 10 years later, uh, they too failed. Um, and, you know, in that phase, okay, representing them as lenders, uh, I was dealing uh, not with loan originations, okay, uh, and mortgage financing on the good loan side of the business, but I was dealing with bad loans, uh, with, I was dealing with receiverships and state court and relief of stay actions, uh, or relief of stay actions in bankruptcy court. Um, and then things just, you know, started to roll. Um, I started representing local banks in San Diego um, uh, had a handful of, uh, more than a handful of local banks uh, that I was representing. And then we come to the triple dip, triple dip recession of the 1990s. Uh, almost every bank I had, in fact, every bank I had uh, was either merged uh, out of existence or taken over by the RTC. So then I was back to, do, to working on bad loans uh, again. Uh, and I uh, did that for a few years, but really, and people ask me, or whenever I'm telling the story of our practice, I always try to pause at this point, because it was really then that we were able to develop a national practice, because lenders from across the country, companies from across the country were purchasing portfolios of loans from the RTC, the Resolution Trust Corporation, uh, which loans we were handling, because they were loans that were originally with banks that we represented. And all of a sudden, they were being represented by uh, servicers uh, in, in Kansas City, uh, uh, Midland, which is now PNC Midland. Um, there were servicers in Austin, uh, all across the country. Uh, and we did hundreds uh, of relief of stay receiverships, uh, forbearance agreements, matters like that. Uh, but then the big the big opportunities came because as we came out of the third dip of that recession, uh, all those people migrated to, to loan origination positions uh, and we were able to make the swing with them. So that's pretty much how, 
how I got into commercial real estate finance. Um, I'd say the, the best chap best chapters started, uh, you know, uh, after the recessions of the 1990s uh, to where we are today. Isn't it interesting you can look back into your career and think, boy, how you felt, you know, when you were, you know, your clients were going through the recession and there were so much challenge, so many challenges and so much difficulty you saw, but then, you know, really what came of that was really the, you know, the launch of your, your national practice, which is, uh, it's kind of cool to look back and things like that in our careers, I think. Right. So, you know, you've got a uh, you know long history in uh, commercial real estate finance. 2023 is another one of those you know challenging years, rising interest rates. What uh, what kind of property types do you see faring well this year in this environment? Well, first of all, with respect to being uh, a challenging year, um, I find it unlike any year or time period um, other than immediate the immediate uh, aftermath of six to eight months uh, after 9-11. We're in a time period now uh, where uh, because of the interest rate environment, uh, you know, financing, you know, is uh, not hot. Okay, there's not hot money out there. Um, Respect to uh, where we are, uh, I get probably five, to eight real estate blogs per day, um, and you know all these opinionators uh, say either the worst is behind us, uh, you know, or it's still going to get worse before it gets better. Um, so that's you know I think a, a macro way, uh, or my macro comments I should say, uh, in in terms of where we are right now, um, in terms of property types, uh, I think it's fairly well acknowledged that um, industrial okay, has remained you know, you know, very strong uh, and it's multifamily. Uh, however, the caveats with those two is that even in those two sectors, um, the cap rates have gone up. And so you have really a dis- disconnect uh, between sellers and buyers. Uh, sellers want a price, uh, buyers want a price, but they're not on the same line. Additionally, uh, you have the issue of uh, on the acqui- you know if you're uh, on the acquisition side of the table, uh, you know what your financing is going to be. So there's not the level of activity that we would see normally. Uh, at this point, uh, you know we're you know my mantra is. Uh, let's see more in 24, and hope we're still alive in 25. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's a good a good phrase. I think if people are are a lot are feeling a lot of that right now, uh, you know, as I I look at uh, your career, uh, you have been honored with some pretty impressive uh, recognition, um, best lawyers in America several times, uh, and Southern California Super Lawyers, along with some other accolades over the years. Um, how does that type of recognition about your continual success and outstanding leadership in your field, you know, what does that what does that mean to you? Um, it means a lot uh, about people who I work with. Okay, uh, I have uh, an incredible group of lawyers that I work with, uh, and we have um, for 
many years. Um, we've, uh, I, I sometimes joke that uh, we have taken many uh, unhirables uh, and turned them into highly desirables uh, because we seem to be, um, you know, a grooming ground uh, for the DLA pipers and the dentists in the world. Um, but, uh, you know, we take people, we train them, uh, and, uh, you know, we just have good people, and uh, that really creates the, the recognition that I receive, which I think so oftentimes is unfair. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm more inclined to put on our website recognition that the firm has received uh, as opposed to, to me as an individual. Uh, but frankly, it's all about having a brand, uh, and you know our brand uh, is expertise, expertise in the area of real estate and real estate finance, uh, uh, coupled with uh, the fact that we have reasonable fees uh, and we are rapidly responsive to our clients' needs, to our client requests. Well, congratulations on that. I mean, you have uh, you do have an incredible firm, and uh, when I look at all the recognition that you've received over the years, definitely um, everyone else sees it too. So, congratulations on that. And you know, you've had a a long uh, career, a uh, successful career. What advice would you give somebody just starting out? Um, one is you need to really be relentless in pursuing what you want to do. Uh, I tell people quite often, uh, young young people quite often, um, you know, sending out emails uh, saying I'd like to talk to you, uh, you know, uh, you know, or are you hiring? Uh, those emails are the fastest emails to delete in your inbox. Uh, and I and I think too much is done that way. Uh, look, at, I started law uh, and started building this practice um, pre-email, pre-internet, okay? Uh, and yet we knocked on doors, okay? I mean, I literally walked into some of the local banks and knocked on doors, okay, uh, to develop my practice, okay? I believe even today that is more more successful approach to developing um you know, uh, a reputation uh, and growth in a particular field, uh, including real estate and real estate finance. I mean, taking myself out of the equation, uh, one of the most successful uh, people I know in the insurance industry in Southern California uh, built up uh, his insurance company doing the exact same thing. He would go sit in waiting rooms, uh, you know, outside the C-suite. Uh, sometimes waiting two to three hours a day to get to see someone who we've never had an appointment with. And bringing that home, I, I met with a young lawyer, uh, or I'm sorry, law student, a very, very bright young man uh, who I'd been asked to see by a colleague from Washington, D.C. Uh, the young man was a second year law student at USD, and he came into my office uh, in a suit with a necktie. I mean, I mean, Number one, he was doing something quite unusual uh, to make himself stand out today. I mean, to have, to have on a wool suit as opposed to just fabric uh, pants and, and t-shirt. 
but he told me that you know he was really discouraged because he'd applied to about 25 law firms in San Diego and he wasn't getting anything. And this is the area of practice that he really wanted to be in. Um, and he, he asked if I had any recommendations. And I said uh, to do exactly what I had done, what I said this insurance guy had done. I said, you know, go sit, go sit in reception rooms. Okay, take your resume, hand them to the receptionist, um, and just sit. Be ready to sit for a long time. Don't leave. Um, my colleague from Washington, D.C., who had asked that I see him, called me up about a week and a half ago and told me uh, that the young man got a phenomenal summer job. Okay, I, I think he's going to get paid, um, I think it was like uh, three or $4,000 a week. Um, and, uh, and he said, Gordon, he actually sat in someone's reception area until they came out. So, again, I believe that... I believe you need to take a, a non-technology touch okay, uh, to getting it. Um, the other thing is, if you are going to be interviewed by Zoom, um, and I probably should have followed this uh, today, um, be more than just a face on this on the screen. One young man I know uh, recently prepared a whole presentation. Okay, um, of graphs and video charts uh, uh, and visuals, okay, uh, to insert on the screen during his Zoom interview. Uh, I mean, that to me was really, really, really impressive, okay. And if I if I had been hiring, okay, that would have knocked me off my feet. And I would have said, I, I want to have that guy. Um, I think second of all, networking opportunities uh, are very, very important. Uh, clearly. Uh, that's where the California Mortgage Bankers Association uh, provides many opportunities for, for people, uh, who, young people, uh, as well as others who want to be um, have, who want to be involved in the real estate finance industry. Uh, but I think today you also need to look out for, look out for other unique uh, opportunities to network. Um, you want to go where the crowd isn't. Well, you want a crowd to be there, but the crowd uh, who you're with, okay, who need jobs or who want to market, okay, you don't want to be with them. You want to be where no one else is. And I think that is um, just very, very important. And then I think lastly, uh, the most important thing is, is to ask, how can I really, uh, really make it clear that I am relevant? Okay, relevancy. Um, it's not just a cliche. I mean, it's something I think really meaningful. And it's something that I think you, you have to, it's part of branding yourself uh, and making it uh, clear to others uh, that you are unique. You bring unique abilities and capabilities uh, to the table and you deserve a seat at the table. I think that is great advice and certainly somebody that is just starting their career, they definitely need to hear that. I think that, you know, I, I too started my career when we didn't have the internet or emails and you, you know, you had to look in somebody's eyes and shake their hand and give them your business card and, you know, make that personal connection. So I think that's great advice. Yeah. You know, you have been a big supporter um, for the California MBA and our Western States CREF conference happening in September, for which I'm, I'm very, very grateful. 
Um, I'd love for you to share with our listeners why you why you support our organization. First of all, in era of you know he she it, uh, I believe that uh, the California Mortgage Bankers Association is not just it, but it is a big it. Uh, it it is the place for anybody in, in California uh, who wants to uh, uh, be in the crowd of mortgage real estate finance uh, to be. Uh, there are other organizations. Um, I don't know whether to refer to them as, as copycats uh, or the equivalent of AAA and AA baseball, but the CNBA is the major league and it's the major organization. So I think that in and of itself uh, is, is one of the strongest reasons uh, why, I, why I support the CNBA. It's also interesting to see who leads the, the CMBA. Uh, the, the people who lead the CMBA uh, are really leaders in the industry. Uh, if there was no CMBA, they'd still be uh, names that we all recognize as, as leaders in the industry. And the great thing about this industry, and particularly uh, the leaders of the MBA, uh, there's no elitism. Uh, everyone shares. Everyone uh, wants to uh, do whatever they can uh, to help others. Uh, I, I tend to say this about other law firms, and I'd like to say this, like to think that lenders say this uh, about each other. I don't view other law firms as, as my competition uh, or my competitors. Uh, I view them my colleagues. And so when I go to the California Mortgage Bankers Association conferences, I have a chance to see uh, my colleagues, uh, and I have the chance to see uh, a lender or more a number of lenders that I represent and their colleagues. Uh, so it's a very collegial uh, atmosphere, um, not to mention a fun one. Uh, if you like to party, it's a great, great place to party. They party hard. Uh, Susan, I remember the days when we would be out partying late uh, into the evening or early morning hours. Um, I don't generally see anyone after 9.30 at night. I'm now uh, in bed getting ready to attack the next day. Well, we really appreciate um, all the years that you've supported Western Statescraft and, uh, and the California MBA. And Gordon, thank you so much for being on Connect. You've shared some great insights and advice for, for people in the industry. And I, I just really appreciate you being a part of the podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate having this opportunity and any opportunity to work uh, with the California Mortgage Bankers Association because any, any day there's an opportunity uh, like this is a very good day. Excellent, well, thank you very much. And, and thanks to all of you for joining us on today's episode of uh, Connect. To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. Go!